sure she said she don't know me anymore i think she hates me deep down i know she does she wants to erase me saddle glad to be back uh we did a little experiment last time where we didn't share the episode to see how many plays we got we still got a couple oh we didn't share that no it's posted but i didn't promote it oh you told me to i didn't know you were doing that yeah i did it huh so that's why we didn't get too many plays i mean but we're just testing the water (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know you were actually gonna do that yeah i think it's good see how many listeners you get that just pop up Randomly. Just curious. But once again, thank you to the five people who did <laughs> listen to the last episode. But we'll promote this one. We'll keep promoting the ones in the future. I was talking with Joel earlier. Going to work on putting together a couple social media pages for it. And we're starting a playlist on Spotify social of all the songs we play. That way, you can go listen if you like them. We're going to play some good stuff. Some older stuff. Got we played right. some Amy Winehouse. We got a good song to close this one out. But I want to start off telling you something joel i slipped up excuse me i slipped up pretty big i reached out to somebody i probably shouldn't have wait what (laughs) yeah you want to cut the mic and tell me real quick Uh uh-huh no we'll um let's give this person a name we'll say her name is amy amy (laughs) we'll say amy (laughs) i know i know i knew you would say that you're an asshole (laughs) yeah i know I, i know if someone wants to talk to you they'll talk to you but it's you know I'm in quarantine. Honest, I get bored. I get bored, and I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe. So the first episode we talked about, I had met somebody and had about like two and a half weeks with them, and then they were gonna take off, and I wasn't gonna really be able to talk to them. So we had to write letters, all that cute shit. So then I fly across the country to see this person, and things didn't quite work out. And it was kind of crazy. So I reached out to this person. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I oh. reached out to this person for the first time. So I snapped him earlier this week or mm. last week. And I go, hey, you know, if you got, it'd be nice to like catch up for something this weekend. <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah, perfect. Or she's like, yeah, all right, okay. 
like, great. So I did that Thursday. So then Saturday morning comes around. She's like three hours ahead because she's over on the East Coast. So I snap her again. And she's like, hey, I can't like call right now, but you can text me. So, All right. So I text her and I get one reply back and then nothing. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Why exactly did you uh, reach out to this person? Um, <laughs> I don't have a good reason, really. I don't know. know. I mean, I understand. Maybe. It's I have no idea. Well, here's the thing. It was the first time. It was the first time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Is I still, like, don't understand everything. Yeah. And do I. <laughs> I. Yeah, and I haven't got any answers. So I was hoping I was be able to get, like, some sort of closure. But I got, instead, I got nothing. Like, I didn't even get, like, an explanation, like, really don't want to like talk to you or anything like pretty much just fuck off yeah so i really like haven't talked like seriously talked to this person since well, they like how left did you, isn't wait, that crazy how did you like how did you what was your first message well like, what did it text sound her like you from switching from snapchat to like texting her i just said hey and then she said hey back and then i just like asked i was like so like are you busy like asked her like what like how are like weekend is like you asked how because like she was. gets like her weekends off, I think. I don't know. I was checking to see if she actually does, and instead I got nothing. So then I say, okay, well, when I get back, because I have to go through the same thing she did, it'd be nice to at least meet up and talk so there's no hard feelings because I might possibly have to see this person for roughly the next five years. Yeah. So it'd be nice to like Just set things aside, be professional, but I didn't get any answer. Yeah. No closure. Isn't that crazy? And then, so I've been also telling Hold you. Up. But you, you asked her how her weekends were. Yeah, I was asking her, like, oh, so, like, I, here, I'll just read it. But That's so much easier. The thing is, is if you, like, if you want a closure and that's what you were looking for and you got a hey back, you should get straight to the fucking point. Asking her how her weekend was means so many different things. <laughs> I asked her, like, what are you, your weekends usually like? Do you have oh. stuff to do? That's it. But then, see, no, like you gotta understand how that isn't from her perspective. Like that's not a good way to try and get closure. That's not a good first message. Oh no, it's not. You could have done better, Randy. <laughs> could have done better. And they said, "Well, when I get back from, when I gotta leave, it'd be nice to at least talk. I don't want there to be any hard feelings." And I didn't. Oh, get a that's why. Oh. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Crazy man. Memories they soon delete. <laughs> I thought she was nice. <laughs> Me too. And but that's the thing. That's the fucking thing. Is none of this makes sense. It doesn't. Because it is, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I still don't know what to make of the whole situation. It's more confusing than anything. Like, I'm not, like, mad. But I'd like to at least know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, but. Because there's obviously something I don't know. There's obviously a lot I don't know. Yeah, there's obviously a lot you don't know about this girl, and um, you don't really, like, I'd say it's like three months tops, three or four months tops, a girl can keep her crazy, like, it's all yeah. unique, or each crazy is unique, okay? But it was literally, like, I don't know, like, she got, like, just flipped a switch, just yeah. forgot, crazy. Well, that's not what I, makes I'm, no yeah, sense. yeah, but... That's might just be like how she is, like a cold ass bitch. Yeah, like, it's possible, but then again, like I have no idea. So then, 
I was telling you, I told you like this as soon as I found it out, like just how crazy small this world is. <laughs> I find out my boss knows this girl's older sister because he was living with her boyfriend at the time, ex-boyfriend now. And I'm like, this is just getting so weird. So then I sell my truck a couple weeks ago. The guy's asking me, oh, do you know this person? We used to live in this town. I go, yeah, I work in this town. And he go, oh, do you know this person? Yeah, I know him. Um, I've been working with his son. And he's like, oh, really? That's a that's my son-in-law. So the guy I've been working with, essentially like my coworker for the past few months, his in-laws end up buying my truck. And then I get to talking with this guy just a couple days later, and he's asking me because he knows this girl and he knew her older sister and everything. Mm-hmm. And he gets to talking with me. And then I told you this. He looks at me and he goes, yeah, why did I think we might be Tunnel Brothers? And I go, excuse me? Tunnel Brothers? With, uh, do you mean like Eskimo Bros? And he goes, yeah. And I just look at him and I go, you know I'm 20, right? Because this guy's married with kids, everything. And... He didn't say anything, and then just a little bit of time goes by, and he's like... And he was like 28, right? Uh, I 24? Think right now. Right now, yeah. he's 28. But I guess I just had a thing or something a long time ago. So, but yeah. <laughs> so weird. I just can't seem to get away. I mean, all you can really do at that point is high-five the guy. Yeah, it was weird. But he's like... But then he was asking me questions, questions I don't have answers for, because I, I just had to tell him, like, straight up, like... I really, like, don't know her. Yeah, no. Like, I he, knew her, he knows like... her better than you do. <laughs> like, December 18th was the first time she, we hung out. Like January I'm... 2nd, she took off, and I might have talked to her, you know, gotten, like, four letters from her in the time from January 2nd to March 12th, and then March 12th pretty much cut me off and really didn't talk for the next three days, although I was with her the entire time. There was, like, no communication whatsoever. I mean, it was so strange. But, so then, you know, I figured, I did. I, like, I wasn't going to, like, go home and immediately, like, try to talk to her. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah, no thanks. Like, <laughs> I was still, like, confused out of my mind. Still am confused. But, so I figured, and this is weird, too. Man, there's some things that just are so weird, and you don't even realize it. But I didn't even realize the day I tried talking to her was like exactly one month oh. after. Yeah, no, I do that shit too. Like yeah. I time shit, right? So like, it right was on exactly one month after I'd been cut off. Yeah. And then that same day, I start talking to this other person who like, and it's weird because it's a lot of like eerie similarities from when I first met this last person. Like, they, like, a lot of stuff about them reminds me of this last person, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. I don't know if it's just my, like, weird way of my brain, like, trying to, like, replace this person with, like, or, like, you know, find a replacement for this person with someone similar and just trying to fill that void. But I don't know what's going on, but that's so weird that I didn't even, like, plan that out or anything, but I just happened to try to reach out to this person one month after, you know, yeah. things ended. And then and I just awful. happened like, it like shortly that. after that, like 
things were pretty clear. This person does not want anything to do with me. Yeah. That I started talking to this other person. Like, in a weird, like, psychedelic, shrewy sort of way. <laughs> I don't know how that sort of stuff happens. I don't have a good explanation for it. But it's kind of crazy. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> I mean, be happy what she did it. wasn't cool. No, 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 no. Not that. <laughs> That's pretty messed up. Talking about... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just crazy. But, you know, I. good news is... Is I think this quarantine is gonna lighten up here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm kind of better news. New Kid Cudi yesterday. I, oh my god, it's so nice. Wait, but hold up. Why do you why do you think that quarantine is gonna get better soon? I mean, it, for some reason I feel like it is too, but I have no fucking reason. Uh, I mean, Oregon's only got fifty three deaths total in the state, and then Gavin Newsom released this thing. I think it was like six requirements that we have to meet he's been working with like the the like states on the west coast to like slowly open back up as a region and it has to do with like he's got like these six requirements where like if they can meet these requirements then they'll start lightening up on like quarantine stuff basically just has to do with making sure they have enough supplies and staff to like hospitals and nurses and stuff and ventilators and supplies where that and then making sure restaurants and businesses follow like safety protocol stuff like that but i don't know you know i'd enjoy money so i hope this quarantine really lightens up yeah 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 it's yeah i think it's getting better i don't know i've adjusted it's it's been kind of nice like two months ago like i would have been begging to just stop like, I was, like, so burnt out on the grind I was in where I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to go to school. And I didn't want to come home. Literally, for two hours out of the day, I was, like, enjoying myself or happy when I go to jiu-jitsu. Other than that, I didn't want to do anything. Hmm. Didn't want to do anything. And that's probably why, I, like, I'm so happy right now because I'm not, like, waiting for this person that I just wanted to talk to. I'm not, like, checking the mailbox like I got drugs in there or something. <laughs> Dude, I was freaking getting sprints in every day because I go check that mailbox hoping there's a letter. But that that's not happening anymore. I don't have, like, I have so much less to worry about. Yeah. It's just so, that whole situation is so stre- was so stressful. And for those three months, I was just miserable. Like, way miserable than I am now is almost like just weight lifted off my shoulders in a weird way where <laughs> it's worse but it's better <sighs> strange times strange times yeah it is weird how that happens and it is weird how like you don't really know somebody you don't know somebody until yeah. you spend some serious scoot time up there. sorry you don't really know somebody until you've spent some serious time with them yeah, no, I really don't know this person, especially now. Yeah, it's so strange. Just yeah. a no answer or nothing, but totally like, <laughs> I don't know, misled me. Seriously, that's what I mean. Like, she yeah. misled you so bad and then, like, completely cut well, you off. Well, even just, like, going, like, on Snapchat, I can't call right now, but I can text. So text me. That way you don't see the red receipts or anything. And don't call me. That way I don't actually have to talk to you because I don't want to. 
But it is what it is. I'm not too worried about it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird situation. Well, yeah, no, but exactly. It is what it is. Like, I'm not trying to mend anything or... But the point I'm making is that that might not be a good fucking girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, sh- Yeah. Yeah. And if I would have found out for some reason, if I would have found that out, I probably would be fine with it. But I never really did, right? Because besides, like, those two things happening, everything else was awesome. Had the time of my life for those two and a half weeks. And then just completely 180. If the intentions are bad, they won't tell you them, bruh. Yeah, it's just weird. intentions are bad, she won't exactly let you know. Yeah, it's just weird. So I don't understand. I wouldn't do that to somebody. That's the difference between guys and gals. (laughs) But like... (laughs) We'll let you know what we want. (laughs) But like, the last thing I would do is tell somebody to come out and see me just so they could cut me off. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like... Yeah. She's not a cool person. (laughs) No, it wasn't very cool at all. It was not very cool at all. But I'm almost not mad. I'm not mad at her, though. Because I have no idea. Who knows? She could just, like, There could be some stuff that she's going through. I, I mean, wouldn't know, though. Like, actually, she won't talk to me, but... Isn't she actually it's pretty in the fucked military? Up. Yeah. But it's pretty fucked up. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's a simpleton. <laughs> a simpleton? <laughs> Maybe she's just a fucking simpleton. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. But it's in the past. I'm done now. I'm just enjoying my time until I get out of here, take a little hiatus, come back, and I'll be good. I'm doing pretty stellar right now. Same here. Busy. Plenty of woodworking to do. The weather's getting nice. It's beautiful out here in Oregon. Days are getting longer. Days are getting longer. Indeed. I've been staying up late back in school. Dude, my Zoom classes, I slept through my entire class today because I got on and we weren't doing anything. And I can't stand the people in my classes. And there's not a mute button. <laughs> there's not a mute button. And they start arguing. It's just oh, so bad. I can't remember what happened because I really didn't pay that much attention. But basically we weren't doing anything. And some people weren't caught up in the class. And so there was one girl told the other girl. was like, well, you don't have to be a bitch about it. Because oh if there's nothing God. to do, I'll just go out and smoke a cigarette and come back when everybody's caught up. And they started arguing, and I just put my earbuds in and just laid down in my bed and took a nap for the entire lecture. I was like, I, I didn't miss anything. Uh, I go, he's going to record the lecture and upload it, and then I can just fast forward through all the bullshit. I don't have to listen to these people. I don't have a mute button. It's the best I can do is just fast forward and skip them talking because I don't want to hear them. That's terrible. Did that I tell terrible. you about Kylan sending me the video of a girl in his Zoom class? And she's sitting there in the webcam, looking through the webcam, and picking scabs off her face, and bleeding profusely, and she's just picking scabs off her face, like like a zombie. Literally, face covered in scabs, picking them off, bleeding profusely, using the webcam as a mirror. Doesn't realize everybody can see it. Disgusting. How fucking dumb do you have to be to not know that everybody can see you? Really dumb. You're using... <laughs> really dumb. That's the answer. You're using the webcam. He also said another time he watched her pick, like, cold source gaps off her lip and oh eat it. My. Oh, my fucking God. Kylan keeps his eye on this girl, huh? Oh, how could you not? Fair enough. Now I kind of wish I took classes, but, but I would have failed my... them. Yeah. I would have not done good enough. It's rough. 
it's rough. I do so much work outside of originally like I only did work in class. I wouldn't do shit outside of school, but now I have to. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. But I had my suspicions on how gross my classmates lived <laughs> and just how filthy their homes are because I see how they take care of themselves. So I go, hmm, I can't imagine they take care of their homes any better. And, yeah, my suspicions were confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> you really get a glimpse into what these people live like, and it's not good. You like realize that's how they got to where they're at, where they're forty and they're looking to get an associate's degree to straighten up. I don't know. It's so bad. It's so bad. I can't wait to be done though. Just life after school is gonna be great, and I, yeah. It's life after LBCC will be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> as much as I hate school and. I'm such a hypocrite because I tell people, like, if you don't have to go to school, don't yet. I don't have to go to school, and I am. You look <laughs> such an idiot. I tell everybody that, yet here I am. You can use it whenever you want to. Yeah. It's a pretty valuable piece of paper. Yeah. But I think some colleges now are even, like, waiving GPA requirements Duh. to get in. So it just shows you. It's just all about the fucking money. You don't really well, care. Well, obviously, it's all about the fucking money, yeah. Wyatt. Like the whole USC scandal. Look at scandal. me in my eyes, bro. It USC is all scandal. About the fucking yeah. money. Colleges. Fucking Harvard, dude. Skull and Bones. Harvard, Yale. All those. Essentially just the Illuminati for rich white people. And that's what the Black Boule is. It's, there's, it's the Black Illuminati because they can't get into Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. But then you see that dude from Harvard who gets arrested for some because he was getting money from that lab in Wuhan that a lot of people oh, think coronavirus came out of. And then you find out he was getting money from Jeffrey Epstein. You realize, oh, this is all just a fucking scam. And Jeffrey Epstein was a huge uh, donator to Harvard. He gave him a ton of money. All sorts of creepy shit. Dude, will you tell me about Hillary Clinton's... Uh uh, campaign manager. manager? Yes. That creepy skeleton. John dog. Podesta. Is that his name? Yes. Like, we're talking about the same guy. Yes. Tall, lanky, yes. black-haired, just greasy bastard. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer statue yes. in his house. Yeah, so that's his brother who has a statue in his house. And for what we're talking about is Pizzagate. And you can look all this stuff up, and it will blow your mind. There's a good video on YouTube called Debunking Pizzagate. Dude, I still don't understand Pizzagate, but I know this guy's fucked. Yeah, so if you go on YouTube, there's a good video called Debunking Pizzagate. And if you go, if you look on YouTube, Pizzagate, there's about 20 videos talking about how it's this overblown conspiracy and it's dangerous and we can't spread misinformation like that. But if you, go, if you in, in YouTube, type in Debunking Pizzagate, about 20 videos down, you'll see it. And it's a picture of Jeffrey Epstein with the girl. And you watch that video and it goes through all the connections and everything. And it puts it all together. And then it really makes you think, wow, YouTube put 20 videos ahead of this one about how fake Pizzagate is. And it just goes into all the creepy shit. Like this girl, Laura Silsby, she worked for the Clinton Foundation in, when Haiti had that earthquake and stuff. She was caught trying to smuggle 30 kids <sighs> out of Haiti. And they were, were all like, me? yeah, they said they were, I don't know, homeless.
homeless kids. And 30? Were, yeah, like 30 kids. They said they were like homeless kids How? and they were taking them out of the country, whatnot. But it turns out they literally were kidnapped from their families and everything. So here's what's really creepy. Laura Silsby went to court and everything. Hillary Clinton hooked her up, right? Now, Laura Silsby has a new name. She changed her name, and she works for the company who runs Amber Alert. So this woman who went to court over trying to traffic 30 kids out of a works country for Amber Alert now time. works for a country tracking down abducted kids. Oh, my God. And then you hear all the creepy stories about Child Protective Services and what happens to those poor kids who go in there. Not much, Not a lot of people have a good time with Child Protective Services. So then it's like, oh, wow. Is this more, this is essentially just a marketplace for children. Dude, I guess so, dude. That's really terrible. Mm-hmm. So that's how the video kind of starts off, and then it breaks down all the other stuff. But So that Jeffrey Dahmer statue. Yeah, so, tell me about that guy. Like, how, so, like, I understand he has a bunch of, like, child pornography on his walls. Yes. How, is there any other proof that this man's a pedophile or just the obvious naked kids on his wall? Well, him and his brother were just involved in a bunch of creepy stuff. So John Podesta was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager in 2016. His brother, Tony Podesta, is just a big wig in Washington, D.C. You know there's those guys who don't really have a job, but for some reason they're They're rich, powerful, and they know everybody. So this guy's house is filled with paintings of kids tied up, blood everywhere, weird human sacrifice stuff just torture porn and a but in his stairwell he has this statue of a Jeffrey Dahmer victim who's essentially like bridged up legs tucked underneath their back and their head chopped off this there's a photo of one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims in this same position and he's got a statue of that hanging in his stairwell so there's this article where they went through his house, he did a tour of his house or whatever, and you can see the artwork and stuff in the background, and it's all so sinister. So there's a picture of this guy, so Tony Podesta, John Podesta, and this guy, Dennis Haster, I believe his name is. Um, And he was some Republican politician. I can't remember... Um, if he was in the House of Representatives or something like that. But he was one of like the longest serving guys. Well, he turned out to be a pedophile, got arrested and all that stuff. And there's emails that were leaked in Hillary Clinton's emails. You know, all those stuff she deleted and Julian Assange oh, yeah. leaked on WikiLeaks of them talking about them going back and forth saying, we got to, I think it's time for Dennis to go away. Stuff like that. So they know this guy. They're talking about him going away. It's just really sick twisted stuff yeah um but there's a ton of people like that out there and for this is why i tell people joe biden is so corrupt yeah there's a couple there's 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 allegations of him groping people but when there's videos of him groping like seven different people on the same day at the same meeting but there's no rape allegations or evidence out there him doing creepy stuff like these guys are up to that's how you know someone's in deep yeah. That's how you know somebody's in deep. When there's no allegations, but there's video of it, damn. Damn. That's how you know someone's in deep. Um, 
Yeah, those guys that you're talking about, those super rich guys who don't exactly work, have a job. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of around. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the child dealers. I don't think they do drugs up in the political world. I think their drug is probably like... Yeah, well, what's like worth more than drugs? Huh? People. Yeah, exactly. People. And what's worth more than people? A child. Yeah, what takes longer to produce? A child or drugs? What are you fucking with? What? Well, take, yeah, you know, there's a lot more time that goes into oh, bre- yeah, yeah. To raising oh, a child okay. and stuff. There, It's a lot more valuable. Life's a lot more valuable than a substance. That's like sick. Yeah, it is really sick. And then they're all tied together to this guy, um, James Alephantis. He's the one, so that's where this all gets its name, Pizzagate. They're all connected to this guy who owns this pizza parlor, Comet Ping Pong. And for some reason, he's listed as one of the 50 most powerful people in Washington, D.C., yet all he owns is a pizza parlor? It doesn't make sense. So then, where this stuff, when this was first so going on... that's what they call mm-hmm. so that I makes sense. I didn't, wait, what's his name? James Oliphantus. James Oliphantus. He was yeah. the top 50 richest people in yeah. Washington, D.C. And his husband owns another business, too. I can't remember what it is. They were a gay couple? I think his husband is an attorney. Yeah, I'm doing a bad job reciting all this information. I used to have it down, Jack, when I was in <laughs> Vietnam and Jeffrey Epstein got arrested because I was deep in the Epstein and Dude. all this stuff for a while. But then when he got arrested when I was in Vietnam and we weren't doing anything, so all I had was just all the time in the world to get on the internet and research. And I lost my mind because it's like I can't do anything about this stuff, but I just have all this knowledge now. And it's driving me insane. But so this James Oliphantus guy, this is where everybody kind of quote-unquote debunked Pete's Gate, said it was dangerous misinformation, was that there was a gunman who walked into Comet Ping Pong and fired a singular shot, right? What people don't talk about is the one shot he fired shot a computer in the back room. So all the evidence on that computer is gone. That computer's toast. And then there's pictures of the guy the gunman who walked into a pizza parlor in broad daylight and shot a gun, getting arrested, and then them taking the handcuffs off of him. So there's pictures of him uncuffed outside the place after he shot a gun in a pizza parlor. So then, of course, they say, everybody was saying all the evidence is in the basement. Blah, blah, blah. James Alphonsus. We don't even have a basement. Here you can see. But then, from years prior... In an interview, he says they store all the sauce in the basement. Hmm. It's all creepy shit. Very creepy shit. Yeah. There's um, a lot of information on this stuff out there, but James it's crazy. Alphonsa? Alphontis. Alphontis? Yeah. James Alphontis. But there's tunnels everywhere in Washington, D.C. too. Oh my god, don't talk about that. There's guy. videos of these guys who were going and uh, investigating around the pizza place. And going into the tunnels and stuff. And, oh, I just remembered all the Instagram pages of these guys. So they all have these friends with really obscure Instagram names. And they all post really sadistic artwork of, like, same sort of stuff. That's in Tony Podesta's house. Kids tied up. kid Children's clothing. Blood. Urine. Stuff like that. And... These people all follow each other, and they would comment really creepy stuff. So, like, oh, yeah, the one guy's 
Jabru's or whatever. He was a carpenter. What's a carpenter got to do with all this stuff? Yet these powerful politicians in Washington, D.C. follow his Instagram page of all this phallic artwork. And it just, you know, it all adds up. Nobody, there's just too many coincidences. It's so stupid. I mean, like, some of that stuff is just undeniable. Mm -hmm. I saw something today on Twitter that had to do with the Jeffrey Epstein case. I'll look it up because it was really interesting. Um, It had to do with his co-conspirators getting off because of the plea deal he took. Let me find it. I retweeted it. Um, which is just so bad. Right here, breaking. Despite calling the Jeffrey Epstein case a national disgrace, a federal appeals court has ruled against Epstein's victims, saying that his plea deal, which included immunity for his co-conspirators, was legally executed. Illegally? Was legally executed. Uh Uh-huh. So, his co-conspirators got immunity because his plea deal was... Legally executed. After you died. Yeah. And you know that motherfucker went so deep. Pictures of him and Bill Gates together after his first arrest. Oh my god. And then you talk about how deep Epstein and Bill Gates are into eugenics. What's eugenics? Um, Kind of just genetic science. Oh, vaccines. Right. That sort of stuff. Evolution. I mean, all that sort of creepy, <laughs> creepy stuff. Um... So Jeffrey Epstein had this ranch in New Mexico, Zorro Ranch, where he was trying to essentially breed himself with all these different women. I believe I might be butchering all of this. But also, Zorro Ranch won the lottery twice. Huh? Yes. they Zorro Ranch won the lottery twice. So you think about how do you pay off somebody that much money without letting them know, well, you rigged the lottery. So Zorro Ranch won the lottery twice. Zorro Ranch was involved. Zorro Ranch is essentially Westworld. You know the show Westworld? No, I've never seen it. Okay, it's about... There's this amusement park with all these androids. And basically, rich people go there and they can kind of do whatever. I haven't watched the show, but I've heard about it. Only because I looked into his ranch and everything like that. He was essentially trying to do some Westworld type shit. So then... Also, and then you find out he's giving money to the guy at Harvard who was taking money and sending stuff over to the lab in Wuhan that a lot of people suspect that the coronavirus leaked out of. And then you find pictures of him and Bill Gates together. It's like, wow, I wonder what's going on here. What do you think they talked about? Maybe with the fine wine they were drinking at dinner? No. I guarantee you there was some shit going on. I guarantee you. Bill Gates has been around so many slimy people. The fact that some people think he's going to be a hero to save us from the coronavirus. Bill that, Gates? Yeah. That, have you seen that TED Talk of him talking about uh, reducing carbon emissions? I can't remember the equation he comes up with, but it's like people, um, services that emit carbon, carbon emissions, and some something else. And he basically says... One of these numbers has to get to zero, like, in order to reduce carbon emissions. Yeah. Fucked up. And then he talks about this vaccine. Well, yeah, it's, a lot of people are going to die from it. And he says that. It's fucked up. I don't know why people trust him. There's so much information out there. He he, he doesn't want to do good. Bill Gates is the owner of Microsoft, right? Yeah. Dude, I fucking love Xbox, though. Yeah. 
Sorry, bud. That South Park. Have you seen the South? You don't watch South Park. Uh, I haven't in a while. It's a good show, though. There's a there's an episode where Bill Gates and the owner of Sony. It's just I don't know. Some, it's, <laughs> it's just a Japanese a, guy. Yeah, a Japanese guy. Uh, they're like in a South Park Red Robin at the end of the episode, just fucking. They were about to fight, and Bill Gates is unbuttoning his shirt. And he fucking rips it off, and he just has tattoos all on his <laughs> fucking upper body. Like, from it's cut off right at his wrist and his neck, but he's just fucking yatted and jacked, too. And he just fucks this Japanese guy. <laughs> I Dude, I saw a picture that was really chilling today on Twitter, and the caption was, people say the eyes are... Um, a po- oh, God damn it, I just butchered this. Get it Essentially, they were... Yeah, essentially they're saying, you know, the eyes are a way to look into someone's soul. And it's a picture of the dude who shot up that theater, The Dark Knight Rising, Yeah. that movie, and then Mark Zuckerberg. And the look in their face is exactly the same. Who's Mark Zuckerberg? Um, the CEO of Facebook. He's the guy who started Facebook. Yeah. Isn't there a movie about him? Yeah, Social Network. Huh. Yeah, but this guy looks like a fucking alien. And he's soulless. I want to see the picture. What, what, what was the murder? I'll look it again. Show me. Show me the This stuff, yeah, because I retweeted this recently. I've been on Twitter all day. Oh, yes. Yeah. So here's a caption. The eyes are the window to where again? Tell me that isn't chilling. Oh, God damn it, dude. I fucked it up. Is it on? Um, yeah. Who's that fourth girl? I don't know who the third girl is. But something tells me she's not a good person either. <laughs> if she's in a photo with Mark Zuckerberg and a mass shooter. What's with Mark Zuckerberg's? Um, just invading your privacy and all sorts of creepy stuff. Huh. Selling your data. Um, he wants to start his own cryptocurrency. Libra. It's a cryptocurrency by Facebook. Which, why would you ever want to let Facebook create their own currency that they control the value of. Libra. Yeah. I got three Libra. We gotta have, we gotta, you do? No. I oh. fucking don't. <laughs> I thought you said you have three. I did. Oh. We gotta have Brad Childs on here. Brad Childs, the, the crypto man. He knows all about this stuff. He knows, he knows about the, the global bankers, the Rothschilds, the Federal Reserve. And Is gold losing its value? No, I I don't know. He might tell you different. I have no idea about this stuff, though. That's the thing. You know, I got some Bitcoin. I got enough. I got a good chunk of Bitcoin. I buy a couple hundred bucks every now and then. Really? Yeah. Just in case it ever skyrockets. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it will. Well, I mean, it always... People, people say kinda... it gets to $100,000. I'm like, yeah. Is, I might how low is it right now? It's like 6800 bucks right now. Sixty. Wait, is it up or down right now? Um, Down, I guess. It's been hovering around that. What? But it fluctuates like once every like what? once every, so one bitcoin equals six thousand eight hundred dollars roughly right now. How many bitcoins do you have? No, I don't even have a whole one. Oh. I have maybe a sixth of one. Yeah, I think I have like fifteen hundred dollars worth of bitcoin. Huh. So not that much, but I'd love to get a one whole coin. Yeah, no. One like whole if it coin. ever dropped to a hundred dollars, I'd spend like. It's uh, never gonna drop to hundred dollars. It did get down to like four thousand five hundred recently, and I wish I would have bought it then, because I might have just bought half a bitcoin. Uh, but, 
People say it's gonna. A lot of people are. They, one hundred percent believe it's gonna get to a hundred thousand dollars for one. Yes, they just don't know how much more valuable it's gonna get after that. But it makes sense because the whole idea of Bitcoin is that it's a truly like finite currency. There's only so much out there. Um, kind of like diamonds or gold, I guess. Except there's way less Bitcoin. And, but there's all sorts of different cryptocurrencies. There's it's like secure coins. Like there's the shit people use on the dark web too. Bitcoin. Yeah. So there's like secure coins, which essentially don't lose their value. So if you're like worried about inflation, stuff like that, or you know, so where Bitcoin that's something that fluctuates quite a bit. Yeah. You get secure coins, which essentially are worth you know a dollar to a coin, but they don't fluctuate in value. So you know, pointless. Yeah, you're kind of. Not really. Right. I mean, because what if the U.S. dollar loses its value? Seems. Seems pretty unlikely. Who knows? It just seems pretty unlikely. It feels like something. Yeah, but then again, insane. I have no something idea. a lot crazier than the coronavirus would have. To I happen. have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about you with all this stuff. Right, I have. I have. I've very small grasp on everything we've talked about so far <laughs> i'm butchering it but i'm doing a good enough job and hopefully it interests people where you're they can go look it up themselves bro, you're entertaining me right now yeah <laughs> i know yeah the pedophiles if you want to talk pedophile stuff i know way too much about that well, that's I why people come with me to conspiracies i'm like people come to me with q stuff and i don't know what the fuck's going on with q i don't know nothing about q i have friends that do zach's big in q he'll send he'll send me q drops (laughs) q is just like the people believe that there's this quote-unquote plan that's being led by donald trump to like drain the swamp of sorts and that they're taking down all these people behind the door, behind closed doors, and there's all these big moves going on, and Donald Trump's behind it and orchestrating it, and I have no idea what. Any like of he's it. taking out all the fucking pedophiles or something. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh my god. It, so, <laughs> that's what I'm like saying. Like right now, like people think there's like tunnels in New York City that kids are being evacuated out of, and that's why, you know, the hospitals are overwhelmed is because it's coronavirus but it's also these kids that they're saving from being trafficked by big politicians and all these creepy people that'd be fucking sweet dude (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a movie to me yeah but it sounds like yeah it it makes people hopeful it's it's interesting it's fun i mean it's playful fucking ridiculous (laughs) yeah and it's been going on for a couple years but they are right about some stuff so it's hard to discredit them totally but it's it's fun it's all fun that's why people you conspiracies are a blast people take them way too serious oh yeah you can't take yourself way too serious listen wouldn't you want like i don't want these conspiracies to be real Uh, like i wish i wish the world would I wish the world was more black and white. I really wish there weren't people out there who treated children like drugs. But, you know, it is what it is. Sorry to say it so blatantly, but, like, that's yeah. the fucking fact. Like, I wish Pizzagate wasn't real, but Flat Earth, I'm, I'm game for. Flat Earth is fun. It'd be a, wouldn't life get interesting if the world was flat? 
Imagine if we just found out tomorrow Dude, that, give me like, your best argument that the world is flat. I don't right think it is. And I don't have any good arguments. But you... You've, like, touched in those fucking waters, Wyatt. <laughs> I don't know. that, Dude, I'm an idiot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Someone could totally, like, dude, debunk whatever I say. something out. Spit something out. Oh, man, I'm going to sound like such an idiot, but I don't care. So, say, how long does it take to fly from here to New York? It takes five hours. How long does it take to fly from New York to here? Five hours. Okay, but there's a three-hour time change. Yeah. There's... How does that work? Because the sun's rising and it's setting on a round earth. It's just, it's just weird. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> because yeah. of the sun. How, how would you explain the sun if the earth was flat? Dude, I'm an idiot. I have no idea about any of this. I want to get a flat earther on here. Dude, I just did a terrible job of representing flat earth. That's the thing, too. Yeah, it does there's, so there's probably, there's probably, there's probably, Fuck off. <laughs> there's probably one smart flat earther out of every 1,000, and those 1,000, those 999 are way louder than the one smart guy. Well, yeah, but we should send the one smart guy to space just to show him. But there's some good guys, there's some good guys out there. We need to go to the moon again. Like, isn't that weird how we haven't been to the moon? There's not exactly anything up there for us, is the thing. What do you mean there's not anything up there for like, us? Like, we got the rocks, and we got... I mean, what, what are we going to do, do we? up there? Yeah. What country was it that we gave a moon rock to, and it was a piece of petrified wood? I can't remember what country it was. It was like the Netherlands or something. We gifted them a, a moon rock, and it turned out to be a piece of petrified wood. What the fuck? Yeah, you, you didn't know they about that? They said that... Um, they said that moon rocks, like, they had to keep them in a certain place so that they didn't deteriorate in Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Which, I mean, it kind of makes sense because it's a, like, the moon is in no atmosphere. It's pretty much just a giant rock out there. Like, I, not, it just is weird in the information age that we don't go to the moon. Right? Well, yeah, no, I'm sure if we got another moon rock, we'd have a lot more shit to study about it. Yeah, but, like, cell phones, like, everything... You know, there's you, people you, in you, space you, right now. I know, but like, you totally like dis all these flat Earth people. They would be, they'd be fucked if we just went to the moon. Like, okay, we're gonna shut all you guys up and just go to the moon one more time. There's pictures of the Earth from space. Maybe. Fuck you, <laughs> dude. I don't, be- dude. A guy. I entertain all this stuff. Hey, 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 hey. Why don't we just show all the flat Earthers the video of that dude skydiving from the stratosphere? You can see the earth rounding from there. I love this stuff, dude. I think it's so fun. You can't hollow see earth. Oh, that's even, dude. There's flat earthers and then there's hollow earthers. That's even better. What the fuck is hollow earth, bro? <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a hollow earth, essentially like that one movie, like I don't journey to the center of the earth. I don't planet whatever that <laughs> fucking movie was book i can't remember wasn't that good but it's essentially the same idea that there's like a world beneath our earth's crust hollow earth that's where we'd put all the homeless people if there was <laughs> yeah the dude, what's up with the, where are all the homeless people with coronavirus this is that has to be the biggest phenomenon i mean like you would think it'd be like the rats with the black plague well dude they're kind of social distancing like all the time if it like i never see a group of homeless people in downtown albany i only see one singular homeless Hmm. person i wonder why that is why wouldn't they roll in gangs 
because of them. I'm sure they don't fucking like each other. They went through a whole fucking life that led to them being homeless, and they're stuck with themselves now, dude. They don't want anybody else. They want. Have you ever watched bucks. that movie Warriors? That old '80s movie Warriors, where there's like all these corny gangs. I should. I played that one clip that one time where there's like the the mime gang fighting the people, fighting the warriors. Uh-uh. Um, I would do that if I was homeless. I'm starting a gang. I'm rolling deep. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Why wouldn't know. you? There's well, strength in numbers. You could accomplish so much more. Dude, a pl- okay, a police force would take out a group of homeless people who are actually about to cause some trouble. If you didn't do anything, I would just band together. You know, get money. I don't do, money? do whatever. It'd be enter- it'd be okay. way more it'd be Why way more it? fun to be homeless in a gang than homeless and alone. Obviously, but the point of being homeless is that like it's not fun. You're not gonna you're not you gonna find well out how to fucking it. have fun if you're homeless. Yeah, you might as well enjoy it. Drugs, like, chew some heroin in the ditch, Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good God, get a gang of guys to do that. We'll be like, yeah, get a we'll whole like, fucking bunch crew. of them to overdose with you. Dude. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a grand old time. Tell me, how would you get money if you were the, like the leader of a homeless person gang? If I was the leader you of got fifteen. You, I know you got thirty. 50? You got thirty, 30. homeless people Holy shit. throughout Albany. That's too big. No, fifteen. I was thinking like six. No, no, no. Like you can spread them out however you want. They can be like in certain sections, like one, one group, like by West Albany, like kind of by like wherever that place was. Like, uh, what, what, what? Remember the place we smoked? Like the we <laughs> Hazelwood left, Park. Hazelwood Park. We left. Yeah, that. we left. That was the, so funny. We found a guy, a homeless guy's camp. <laughs> and we smoked down in his camp, and we're like, you know what? Let's just leave him a little something. So he gave him some party favors and left it under a blanket or something for him to find. <laughs> I'm sure that made him happy. Sure, it made him real happy. <laughs> no, thirty's too much. You can't control thirty homeless people. You can't. But like five good ones. Dog, bro. But like five good ones. Okay, what would you do with five good ones? What would I do with five good ones? I don't mind. Find some way to make money. Return cans. I'd have a couple scouts on the can hunt. Well, if you had 30 people doing the cans, it'd be a lot Yeah, better. but 30 people is hard to control. They get greedy. I mean, you just got to show I'd up. I'd essentially... Please. You just got to show up. I'd essentially pimp them out, right? Well, Where yeah. they don't make any money. They, they go out, they make me money, and if they need something, they come to me. Pretty much. Right? You don't get $10 a day. You go out and you make 30, but I get that 30. You need something? Come to me. What do you need? I'll give you the money. I'll just Dude, be you're like gonna the have pimp. a bunch of fucking homeless people come I'm gonna be the can pimp. I'm gonna be like the can pimp. You're gonna run out of money so quick, dude. Nah. Do you understand? Like, That's the thing, though. They're leeches. Yeah, but they have to come up and ask me for the money. And I get, like, what do you need it for? And you go buy a burger. All right, here's enough money to go buy a burger. Not many things you could. Not many things a homeless person is gonna go buy that costs the same amount as a burger. I don't think at dude, least. I'm not homeless, dude. We need to have a homeless person on the podcast. What the fuck are we doing, dude? I wouldn't want to sit next to. No, we'll figure out where to do it. But I think that would be a blast. I would love to start getting guests who have certain jobs. Like, um, like it'd be fun to have like a girl who's like worked at a strip club to come on and talk about it. That would be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be really greasy, but that'd be fun. No, nah, it'd be a blast. It would I would be do a blast. it. Man, I would do it if it, just because 
just like the prime people watching. Here, I got it. One second. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll You'll ask. find one? I'll ask one. Okay. Dude, that would be so much fun. We'll keep it anonymous if they want. I don't care. I might not care. But that would be a blast. Um, We're going to do one with Zach and Wyatt again soon. Because Zach had to leave early last time and we got so much to talk about with, with him still. But as of right now, still just going to be me and you, Jolie. Are you really asking a girl right now? Yeah, no, I'm asking that one who matched me on Tinder. Oh, no way. That'd be awesome. Well, I don't think she's going to do it. I think it's going to be more oh. of an insult than anything. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be awesome. But if, yeah, if anybody has some something they could contribute to, that's the thing. Is people ask me, hey, I got to get on the podcast. But if you don't have anything worth saying, then I don't want to, like, why give you the platform? You have, to have, you have to have something worth saying. You have to be able to contribute. If you can't contribute, what's the point? Am I right? I hope this... I said, darling, will you do me a favor? My friend and I have a podcast, and uh, we want a stripper to come on and tell some fucked up stories, please. <laughs> <laughs> No, she, tell her she doesn't even have to do it in person. We could have her call in. We could we could face we could zoom her or some FaceTime. I don't know whatever. <laughs> that would be so much fun. It'd be even better with a stranger too. But not maybe also not just a stripper, but say a girl who does cams. Like, I just want to, like, know the ins and outs of that business. All that stuff's so interesting. Dude, that fucking video that I think you... I think you liked it on Twitter. Yeah. I always check who, like, put shit on my fucking feed. I'm always... Dude, I'm way too active on Twitter. <laughs> but no, you liked something and it was like, okay, this shit isn't even funny anymore. It was somebody retweeting that, like, cam... <gasps> And, like, this girl was, like, pouring milk and sprinkles all over her yeah, fucking ass. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Lifting up her dog like, on Instagram live. On her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Say what you want about OnlyFans, but I moved into my dream house at 20. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best one I saw is those memes where it's, like, the people texting in bed. And it's the girl. It's, like, I'm in the top 0.4% on OnlyFans and it's a guy in bed crying it's like are you ever gonna do a fuck a fan contest <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so golden man I have been finding some hilarious stuff on Twitter of just men at rock bottom rock bottom it's crazy how brave some people are over the phone oh. just the things they will say to people and they'll go from, hey, you're so beautiful in the DMs, too. I just want to paint your face and my oh. children. <laughs> just screenshots of DMs, stuff like that. I love it. I live for seeing men do. Oh, my fucking God. Dude, another one that you liked. It was like a guy's tweet that said, I never take no L's. And then it was like yes. a screenshot of him. And the, like he sent the picture to a girl of his face. And he fucking nutted on his face and sent it to a girl. Yeah, he said, I jizzed on my face for you. I love that stuff. <laughs> That stuff cracks me up so much. Never talk no else. <laughs> yeah, that stuff cracks me up so much because there's so many guys out there who are just 
filthy animals. Filthy animals. animals. Yeah. You know what that's from? Watching porn, man. It just takes so much to get them off. Dude, it's not even fucking hard to quit. Just think about it. It's fucked up. It's just discipline. (laughs) We just have nothing to do, right? Well, I mean, that's more of a reason to watch porn, bro. Yeah, Darren Till. Oh, my God. You have to follow Darren Till on Twitter. He's a UFC fighter. He's hilarious. (laughs) He's just been posting the filthiest stuff on Twitter all day. It's just all about him just beating off nonstop. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, people are in his comments like, hey, would you be interested in uh, having sex with me and my girlfriend and stuff like that. He's like, post a picture of her. He's like, yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh funny. Oh, my God. Dude, I love it. Up. No, it's so funny, though. He's, yeah, his, uh, quarantine's interesting. It's crazy. I just realized, have you noticed just how <laughs> active people are outside? Yeah. It's nuts. More you see people jogging than cars on the road. I know. Yeah, you see people jogging, you see people walking together, you see people walking their dogs. It's like, man, it just makes me think, like, how much happier would everybody be as, like, a cohesive unit as a community if everybody just worked a little bit less? Like, that's possible. We like money. I know, but, like, it's possible, right? It's possible. It's possible, like... Everybody could like. Some people are making it by like the bare minimum. Yeah, but that's just only because more people want more money. It's the only reason why. But it's a pot. It's possible. There's a way. Like, imagine if everybody got to work two less hours every day. And they didn't lose any money from it. How much happier would people be? Now, granted, there'd be a honeymoon period, and at a certain point, people would adjust. But what if maybe you just got more time off? More time off would make more sense. Cutting yeah. like a day is like yeah. fucking with the business hours of the establishment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like over in China, man, they'll work like uh, fifteen-hour days, like six days a week, stuff like that. It's just the norm over there. But I mean, just how much you see people out. And about now, granted, also it's a lot nicer out right now. I can't imagine being quarantined in the winter. How depressing that would be. Pretty gloomy. Yeah, especially here. It would, it would have been really depressing. Like now, it's kind of like the perfect time to get quarantined. Yeah. But there's so many. There's dude. This has got to be like the great kettlebell shortage. You uh, can't find yeah, kettlebells dude, anywhere. I've been doing kettlebells like crazy, dude, and I. Fucking love it. I'm in a twenty pounder. I have a thirty-five and in a twenty pounder. Yeah, I have a fifteen and a thirty. I need to get a forty. I've been doing swings. I've been doing deadlifts. My fucking lower back feels so good. <laughs> there was a there was a period there where my back was so messed up from jujitsu. Say I'm rolling with just like a two hundred sixty pound guy and I'm just like carrying his weight and trying to lift him up with my legs. Why and, do you, you know, I got like my. Why do you roll with somebody that? Because I love it. Oh my I love God. it, dude. I love it because we get after it. He's a big athletic guy. And we're similar skill levels. And we'll get after it. Uh-huh. Full-blown wrestling, takedowns, everything. Does it start standing? Yeah, we'll start standing together. <laughs> and I love it. I just get after it. I, I prefer 
rolling with bigger guys. Huh. It's fun. It's fun for me. I like it. I'd, I mean, I'd want to train with bigger guys yeah. than who I'd be fighting. It's fun. Um, but just, yeah, there would be times where I'd get in a position and, like, go to my back and you know i have my back already in like a weird compromised position and then i you add 250 pounds onto that and you just roll over it and you just feel oh but i would wake up in the morning where i could just hardly move but started doing swings just doing kettlebell deadlifts you know you're deadlifting like 35 pounds that's nothing it's nothing but it's just like but you're doing a lot of it and i'm doing a bunch of swings. I don't know how many. I need a twenty. I, dude, I hit nine and a half rounds of twenty minutes on that circuit I was doing the other day. It's crazy. So let's do nine and a half times fifteen. It's okay. All right, let's just okay nine times fifteen. It's one hundred thirty-five swings. <laughs> and you just feel, it, it just makes your posture good. You stand up straight. You feel it. It just. Correct your lower back. Man, it just feels so good. Not to mention your fucking hips. <laughs> just because all of it is, it's just in your hips. You just. Um, yes, your hips, dude. dude. I can't imagine. The side the side swings? Yeah. Those are gnarly. Those are gnarly. What, what, do you use a 30, 30 pounder with those? Yeah. Good God, I can't do that shit. Yeah. yeah but I the trick is like the balance out. and like. You have to like bring your weight forward, but you're like turning on your foot. It's just like throwing a hook. When I saw that, I was like, oh man. Phil DeRue, he's the strength and conditioning coach at American Top Team in Florida. I saw him doing it. I go, it makes so much sense though. Because you think you're adding weight and you're swinging it, yeah, and pivoting no, on like, that it's foot. It's one of the most important things. Yeah. Once I could tell because of yeah. how weak it was. I was yeah. like, shit, man. It's exactly like throwing a hook. You think if you can swing a, a big, heavy kettlebell like that, balance. Now just imagine you don't have that kettlebell. You're putting that power into a hook. Perfect. Perfect. I'm ready for quarantine to lift, and I'm ready to start beating shit up, Joel. I can't wait. I can't wait. I was so fortunate where I was able to get in the gym for a little bit this weekend and just get a couple rounds in. Kick somebody's elbow. Yeah, that's... Why? We need to start kicking each other's shins. Yeah. (laughs) We need to. Dude. I'm not even kidding. I'm I'm going to kick your shin after this. Just kick the bag with no shin pads. You think I fucking use shin pads? Yeah, Why? you can't be using shin pads. You gotta condition them puppies. But no, I'm kicking. Just your shin got a those. couple rounds in, couple jujitsu rounds in, some sparring, hit the pads a little bit. And, I mean, it wasn't much. I'm not like doing anything crazy, but it just felt good. You know, mm-hmm. just felt good. Make sure I still remember kind of how to do it. But it's so like it felt so labored. You know, you haven't, haven't somebody hasn't held pads for me in forever I'm like oh wow like doubling up on my kicks like I'm not like putting my hip into it I can't really double up on it quick I'm like what forgetting kind of to weight? breathe jiu jitsu huh this is a jiu jitsu class um well we like, started off we just did like some, what are the martial we just, arts the guy teaching you now uh no we just started off we just did a couple rounds just rolling just grappling yeah, and then he just held pads for me, just striking's not a part of jujitsu, though. No. So what else does he know? Um, just like Muay Thai, like basic, like oh, MMA okay. stuff. So, okay. but you know, just getting the basics down. I need to hit the bag more. I do a bad job about that. I don't hit the bag that often. Right. But I've been working yeah. out every day. You know what else I've been doing? Jump roping. Yeah, I do that too. Jump roping's great. 
Because I, I, I read somewhere today that 10 minutes of jump roping is equal to 30 minutes of running. Are you kidding? Yeah, and what was happening was I was running, but I was getting such bad shim splints because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Bro, you need to, you need, so, you need to do that. You need to run. I know. And I will. I'm just not going to do it every day. You and I'll, I'll get, get shin there. splints, and then you need to go beat the shit out of your shins on the fucking pad. <laughs> on the back, yeah. But, so I started jump roping, and... Dude, I went through, man, like... Dude, your calves, like... I I like it. I like jump roping a lot. When you first hang that, hung that heavy bag up for me, dude, like, I went out there, like, the second day, and I, like, really started just kicking the shit out of it. Try, like, I was attempting to bruise my shins up because yeah like i read that eventually it'll hurt and like i did it for so long that like when i walked inside it was all red and by the time i was like waking up the next morning it was bruised like bad mm-hmm. like white bruising yeah like, you know what i mean by white bruising yeah 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 like the nasty ass ones yeah and i was just like holy shit like i had no problem walking but i like yeah touch it and was just Jeez, and I went back out there and just kept on fucking wailing. So I three days. I'll have to show you this combo, but I got hit with this like four times in sparring, and it's brutal. What is it? Um, so an inside leg kick, and then with the opposite leg coming up with a body kick. So you think right, you're in stance, say like you're both orthodox, whatever. You with your left leg, you kick the their left leg out, so then it there's widens their stance, and then you come up with a body kick. So you're basically like getting your leg kicked out like this and then coming up with a body kick. So it's just boom, boom. And he hit me with it like four times. I was like, that is brutal. That's so good. So good. But you got to be quick with it though. Yeah. And you, you can't mess up on throwing a blind low kick's dangerous, right? Too. Yeah. Throw a blind low kick. You might just come over the top and fucking smack you. But you hit it right. And I, yeah, I got hit right with it. I'm not even good. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I, 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 I would hit pads and. Do whatever once a week. That's not nearly enough to get proficient at anything. Uh-huh. You know, especially when you're so green, you you have to like practice consistently yeah. in order to like get it down. Like, especially with jujitsu, like that's why like like I can take a break because I went five days a week for a year. Yeah. So I can take a month off, and I'm not gonna forget too much. But if you go one day or two days every week for three months and then you take a month off you've essentially spent as much time out of the gym as you did in the gym you know what i hate about jujitsu what i don't like like i I don't i don't enjoy the fact that you can strangle somebody with your gi or with their own gi oh it's so fun i'm sure it's fun but like there's some cool chokes. There's some cool chokes you can do, but... Can you do that with a normal shirt or just a gi? Yeah, you can do it with a normal shirt. You can do it with a hoodie. Oh. You can do it with a hoodie, a jacket. Um, You know, someone's got a, a nice collared shirt. Same thing. <laughs> but not just that. Like, even if you can't choke them with it, but you can get a hold of it. Yeah. Um, it's control. It's the same thing. Yeah, like your sleeves. You don't realize, like, your sleeves, like, someone gets a grip like this where they roll your sleeve in and they pull on it. You know, stuff like that. But, you know, you don't have to do it in the gi either. I prefer the nogi's a little bit different. You gotta, you know, one thing, the gi slows stuff down because you have stuff to hang on to. But, you know, in a street fight scenario, man, if you're proficient in the gi, you're gonna be pretty fucking set. (laughs) You know? 
you can lock guys down, all sorts of stuff. Not just that, but like, you know, there's scissor sweeps, all sorts of stuff. You know, you get your hand in someone's call and you're pushing on their neck and getting them off balance because, you know, where the head goes, the body goes, and you fucking sweep them. That's pretty sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu sounds fun. Yeah, it's a blast. I mean, I just wish you could do it right now. <laughs> but I can't imagine, you know, the, the guy I went with, you know, they've been going. They're there every day, right, because they're teaching. They got kids' classes, you know. They're there every day. So for them to take a break, it must be just crazy. Yeah. No idea what you're doing. Now is really making me realize, damn, when I'm older, I'm totally having mats and everything at my house. Or I'm at least have access to them. Yeah. I'll just have a nice, nice fat shop where I got my my business in. Got wrestling mats all set up on the side. Yeah. You can throw them down and roll them out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just so much. I don't know why more people don't choose to do martial arts. Like every Connor Schaffner, my brother, <laughs> he, he tweeted, he quoted the highlight from the Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gaslam fight. It's like, how do you watch a fight like this and still think football's a better sport? It's like, yeah. I never watched that fight. Really? Is it on YouTube right now? It's, you know what? It might be. It might be. If not, you can find it. One of the best fights ever. Who was Israeli Adesanya? Yeah, Stylebender and Kelvin Gastelum. It was when he got his interim belt. But then you watch fights like that, like Dustin Poirier, Max Holloway. Like, yeah, there's no better sport. And plus, like, I think that's one reason why, like, so many people can't get in shape and can't lose weight. I never would have. If it was, like, why you're going to get in shape and you're going to lose weight by running and eating chicken breasts and rice... I would have told you, you're out of your fucking mind. Because it never was going to happen. But, I started doing jujitsu, And then, I would go run, and I would eat chicken breast and rice to get better at jujitsu. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do it just for the sake of fitness. Mm -hmm. But I would do it if it meant I was going to be better fit for something I wanted to do. Yeah. So, like, I would have never went and ran 13 miles for no reason. But I'll go run 13 miles now. You know, I'll lift now. I'll do stuff now every day to make sure I don't get worse at that. But I just, you know, it's also open mat. I'll burn 1,300 calories. You know how much work you're going to have to do in the gym to burn 1,300 calories? It's going to fucking suck. And it's not going to be very fun either. So you think about, okay, what's more fun? Rolling around, you know, having fun, choking people out, kicking stuff, throwing some punches, and you get a killer workout. You're burning, you know, almost as many calories as you eat in that day. That's so much. Or you can go run and run and run. And try to burn that much. And the truth is, is unless you really enjoy running that much, <laughs> it's not really sustainable. Like you're going to hurt the next day if you're not used to it. But you could do this and it might be different. Yeah, you might be sore the first couple days. But there's like, there's a goal. There's a, there's a visible progression, right? It's just way better. I don't know why more people don't do it. And I, I have so many people who like, 
contact me and ask me about it, tell me they're coming in. They're like, oh, it's a hundred bucks. I go, you won't notice that hundred bucks. You won't notice it. Like you think you need it, but you would just find something else to spend it on. Yeah. But you will notice if you come in. Yeah. But you will notice if you come in five days a week for a month, you will notice that. But you won't notice that five that you won't notice that hundred bucks. Guarantee it, guarantee it. People say, "Oh no, I can't do it." I go, "No, you, you won't notice that hundred bucks. You'd find something to spend it on, anyways." Drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, beer, food, whatever. Hundred bucks goes quick. Pair of shoes fuck. and a nice shirt. Pair of shoes and a nice I've shirt. I've been eating like thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred calories a day, just doing kettlebells like a madman. I have not been eating enough, dude. Really? Uh-uh. I, dude, I think I'm in better shape right now than when I was doing jiu-jitsu because I think I was doing too much for four days a week, so then I would slack off for three. But now I'm doing a moderate amount seven days a week. So it's like I'm not going balls out for four days and then slipping up for three. It's very interesting. But we're getting in great shape. I really just want to get down to 160 pounds. And I got to work hard to do that, man. Fasting kills. I'm like 165 right now. So I'm hoping I can hit 160 by like next week. But I got to eat so clean just that, and man, if I want to fight at featherweight, it's going to be a fucking grind. I'm thinking I won't. I think I'm, I'm not going to unless it's worth it. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't, like why would I want to spend my, the entire time preparing for my first fight, cutting weight. That's not what you want to do. No. Versus if I walk around at oh, 163 or something, just jump down to 155, that's easy. Yeah. And I'll be healthy. I won't have to focus. I won't have to stress on a weight cut. What's the point? There's no point cutting weight in your amateur career, really, unless it's a big fight. Unless this guy might be going pro soon, and you might make your name for yourself on the regional circuit. But there's really like no point in focusing half your training on cutting weight mm-hmm. it should be make sure you can go the duration of the fight make sure you know how to fight i don't know i'm excited it's gonna be fun i don't like i don't care how i do either like that's one thing it's like how many people grow their they grow up fans of football and they play football right just about everybody i'm a fan of mma but why not at least try it. I'd be ashamed if I never tried it. They think like more people should be encouraged. I'm try it yeah, you, don't worry. more people should be encouraged I'm to be try car, something right? like. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun, dude. Finding two friends on the same car. I had a blast that? watching Sawyer and Garrett fight. I had a blast. Did they just sign up like at the same time, or do they know they were? Yeah, I mean, I know pretty they much. You like, oh, you apply with uh, like promotions and stuff like that. And that's how it works. So we just have to apply at the same promotion. Yeah. Yeah, essentially, and they just, you know, give you a call and whatnot, but, right, like, if you're a fan of the sport and you want to know, like, how it, you know, what it's really like to be in there, you know, why wouldn't you try it? I'm sure it's terrifying. Oh, yeah, it's going to be nerve-wracking. It's going to be nerve-wracking. I'd love to, I'd, dude, but dude, like, think it's about it. It's gonna be it. so fun. You can't, like, walk up to somebody and fucking fight nowadays. Like, no. you're in a position where you can, like... Mm-hmm. Full blown, attack somebody. Yeah. I Legally. Know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's 
gonna be fun. I can't I can't wait to do it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Another thing I looked into because I do like for the rest of my life, like martial arts will like in some way, shape, or form be like a part of my life. Whether you know, yeah. I'll never stop like training jujitsu, but I don't know if I could fight for a career. No, I haven't even had oh, one dude. MMA fight. Are you but, sure? If but, it was optional. But one, but one thing is, if it was but one thing is, is we are hurting for good judges. I don't know how on earth to become a judge. I feel like that's kind of like politics, bro. Um, I looked into it. I looked into it, and essentially, what you do is you shadow judges at amateur MMA fights, and you score your own cards. Like you have your own scorecards, and you do that. And after a certain amount of time, if yours match up and you score the fights correctly, then you shadow like some pro fights and whatnot. And then you start to judge amateur fights. And then you start to judge pro fights. Just and that's kind of how it goes. Lot. So, yeah. Um, but we're like hurting for good judges because most judges come from boxing commissions. But there's also, like, programs out there, like, Big John McCarthy does, like, a program to, like, learn how to referee and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, just going back to, like, if you're a fan of football, like, finding a way to, like, be involved and, like, engaged in it and, like, somehow, like, give back to the sport. Like, they're hurting for good judges. And there's so many people on the internet who are, like, super good or, like, super fans and pay attention to it, like, the science of it, and who could come up with a way better judging system or be way better judges than what we have now in some states. Yeah. So that'd be fun. Even if you are just judging amateur fights, I mean, would be it'd be fun. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I've looked into that. I have, a, I have a problem of trying to bite off more than I can chew and do too much at once, but <laughs> I'm working on it. But I think that'd be fun. That'd be a good way to give back. It would be fun. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm very... I'm excited for fights to get back. I'm missing it. Dude, why are people talking so much shit to Dana White? And, I mean, like, I understand that the next this next UFC event really shouldn't happen. It should be, um, just be called off. Until further so, they notice. just announced that they're looking to return May 9th with a banger of a card. Dominic Cruz coming back to fight Henry Cejudo. Bunch, bunch of good fights. They still want. They still want Tony and Gaethje to fight. Why? I think. How think long is Khabib gonna be locked in? So he's in Russia, but here's the thing, he's got Ramadan also, so he can't fight during Ramadan. But I think, I think, I think just wait for quarantine to blow over and do Khabib Tony in June or something. June or, or I mean July, International Fight Week, be the biggest fight ever. International yeah. Fight Week, Vegas, Masvidal Usman, co-main event. Jeez. Come on. Give me a break. That would be one hell of a fight card. Yes, it would. Is the co-main event, main event. Yeah. Good God. That's the fight to make Usman, Masvidal. Masvidal's a scary man. Yeah, Something about him's terrifying. Dude, a lot of people count him out against Usman. But he gives Jeez. anybody problems. The only guy who has his number, I think, is Wonderboy. Wonderboy has his number? Why? Well, he pieced him up in the first fight, and then I think just stylistically he doesn't match up well. I think Wonderboy is a problem for a lot of people. He he just is he's the anti striker. Here's the thing is if you can 
it, I just think this. I just think he picks apart people like Wonder Boy. What do you mean by anti-striker? Like he's so elusive. Oh. Like Masvidal's, like the anti-wrestler, right? Where he's a killer on the feet, and you're not, you're gonna have problems taking him down, and you're gonna take damage when you try to take him down. And he's got phenomenal submission defense. Damian Maya couldn't submit him. Um, Damian Maya said he was the best guy, the best grappler he ever fought. Hmm. So I mean, the dude's legit. So he's like the anti wrestler, but it's kind of the same how where I see I think Justin Gaethje really really can beat Tony Ferguson. I truly believe that he might beat Tony Ferguson, whereas I think Tony Ferguson beats Khabib seven times out of ten. Really? Because he's that anti wrestler where he's got where he doesn't care where the fight goes. He's dangerous everywhere, where he's got better striking than Khabib, and. He's got good submissions. He doesn't care if he gets taken down. Whereas Justin has good takedown defense. He can take you down if he wants to, but he doesn't want to. But he's going to stand there and bang with you. And he's got heavy hands. Where I just think that's a tough matchup for Tony. Hmm. Especially because Tony starts slower. And he kind of likes to feel his opponents out. And he gets pieced up. He gets hit a lot. Where I think... I think Tony beats Justin, but I think Justin might beat Tony. Hmm. Where I think Khabib beats Connor, and I think Connor might beat Justin, but I think Tony probably beat Connor and Khabib. I think it's, you know. Is Connor going to fight Wonder Boy? I just saw a tiny little fucking tweet nah, about that. I don't think I so. doubt it. But I'd, I'd, that'd be a great fight. You think Wonder Boy would fuck him up? I agree. <laughs> I think Wonder Boy's. So good and so slept on. I think a lot of people forget just how good he is. Yeah, he's fucking raw. His fight against Vicente Luque was nuts. Vicente Luque's no joke. UFC's great right now. It's better than ever. Boxing's okay. <laughs> Boxing's good. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Wow. That was, was amazing. I was pissed. That was amazing. Because he got fucking dude, I almost cried at the end of the first fight. I was just so happy. You just like I I tell everybody they're gonna make a movie about those two. You think so? Yeah, they have to. They both their backgrounds. Have you listened to both of them on Joe Rogan? Uh, I've listened to Deontay Wilder. Like I know Deontay. You listened to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury was like four hundred pounds, suicidal, just threw his life away after he got the belt because he just didn't have a purpose anymore. And then decided to come back and fight Deontay Wilder. Are you crazy? And then comes back and just like, like even like metaphorically for him to get knocked down in the 12th and get back up. I mean, that's essentially what he did in his life. So it's like, yeah, he got knocked down and got back up in life. You think he's going to get knocked down and not get back up in a fight after he came, went to hell and back? No, he's like just everything about that. Like I, there's, I'll I, didn't, sh- I didn't know a thing about um, uh, Tyson I w- Fury. I knew a little bit about Deontay there's Wilder, but a not a thing. phenomenal video that if you have half a soul, that it's going to hit your heart. Mixed Molly Whoppery on YouTube. Um, he's got a video on Tyson Fury, and he breaks it down so good. He's also got a great video on Rose Namajunas, but you need to watch those. I'll send you the link to it because you're going to shit a brick it's so good 
they're going to make movies about Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. And then that rematch, oh my God. I thought, so this is what I said when the first fight. I said, I think Tyson Fury is going to box him up for the majority of the fight. And then I think he's going to get hurt in the later rounds. But I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to get finished or if he's going to edge out the decision. There was a, it was a draw, right? But then I for sure thought Deontay Wilder was going to get the better of Tyson because Teddy Atlas said it best. He said, you know, um, Tyson Fury fought a near-perfect fight the first time. It's a lot easier. It's going to be harder for him to fight better in the rematch than it is for Deontay, right? Yeah. Deontay's got way more to learn. That Tyson Fury does, 100%. and then it Deontay's turns out dangerous. He doesn't Tyson Fury that. knocks him down in the second round. But what he realized, he cracked him right on his ear. But what he realized in the twelfth round, when he got knocked down by Deontay Wilder in the first fight, what he realizes because he got hurt, he got up and he immediately started pressuring Deontay, and he realized he can't really fight off his back foot as well when he's being the bully, when he's pressuring, he's a lot more dangerous. But when you get up in his grill, he's He's not as good, and that's like any inexperienced fighter, right? Yeah. If you're getting pressured, it's hard to fight off your back foot, uh-huh. you know. Versus if you're the one throwing caution to the wind and marching forward. So he realized that in the twelfth round when he got knocked down. So he realized in the second fight, what he needs to do is he needs to push the pace, get up in his face, and th- throw punches. And that's what he did. And he knocked him down. And man, Deontay Wilder, fuck. I mean, he was. Bleeding wob- out his fucking ear. He was wobbled for however many rounds. What did, did that, his equilibrium did that, was Did off. that fight like, get stopped it, in the seventh or eighth? I can't remember. Dude. But he was done for his, like six rounds. Yeah. Be, like, your eyesight affects your balance. Your hearing affects your balance. Your taste doesn't affect your balance. <laughs> but eyesight and hearing definitely affect your fucking balance. And he got fucking cracked right in his eardrum, mm-hmm. dude. He yeah. couldn't stand up straight. That's a problem. His ears mm-hmm. are ringing and that's a fucking issue. Yeah. That's why he was wobbly for six rounds. It's because he was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. hit in the wrong spot. He should have called it like as soon as he fucking got hit right in the eardrum. Like, if you, like, I watched a slow-mo of, like, the hit that knocked him down his glove like his index finger knuckle yeah perfectly like per like the thumb like you know where the thumb connects on a boxing glove just like right there right yeah. on the index finger knuckle perfectly on his eardrum it was the first thing that hit and it was just a straight right yeah and it was like dead on because deontay wilder had his like neck turned a little bit so his ear was like just perfectly fucking facing tyson fury mm-hmm. and he just cracked him right there and he went straight down, and when he got back up, he was not balanced again for the rest of the fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so I don't know if there's a rematch clause for a trilogy, um, but I'd still be interested to see it because I think Deontay Wilder's going to come back like a fucking demon. He is, but they're going to have to fight four times because the first one was a draw. Mm, that's a good point. Um, but I don't know what Deontay Wilder's next fight will be. I It's not going to be Tyson Fury, I, I don't think. I, I'd imagine, well... In a perfect world, Tyson Fury fights Anthony Joshua next. But boxing's so fucking scummy where they're probably going to have him fight some scrub for a title challenge. You know, I have no idea who. But it'd be interesting to see him fight. The fight I really want to see is Andy Ruiz and Luis Ortiz. And then I'd like to see Deontay Wilder fight 
someone like a Dillian White, or I'd like to see Usyk. Usyk is fighting a heavyweight now. This guy, not a lot of people know about him. Not a lot of people like in the, the mainstream doesn't really know about him, but he's dangerous. I'd like to see him fight maybe one guy, one or two guys, and then get a name like Luis Ortiz or Andy Ruiz. I think those two um, are kind of like, and I don't really want to say gatekeepers because that means they're old past their prime. I think Andy Ruiz is still dangerous. I just think he wasn't ready to fight Joshua. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know who Deontay's going to fight. I wouldn't doubt it. You know? uh, it doesn't really matter. He's going to demolish him, even if it was Tyson yeah, Fury. Next, but I don't think, did. I don't, I honestly, I think Tyson Fury fights two more times and then he retires. He might only him. fight one more time and then retire. He might be he might fight Anthony Joshua and be done. I hope he fights Deontay Wilder one more time. Deontay Wilder is not. Yeah, you know what? It'd be nice yet. if if he fought Joshua and then Wilder again. Or honestly, he's if, off the hook. Or, he can or honestly, get if Wilder Joshua, Wilder Fury trilogy. Fury beats him, rides off into the sunset. It's the greatest boxing comeback story of all time, and they make that fucking movie in 10 years. <laughs> and I cry my eyes out in the theater because I remember... Because you think about that, there's so many good boxing movies. Because uh, boxing used to be the shit. Mm-hmm. Boxing used to be the shit. And there's not really a lot of classic historical moments for people our age, really. But Tyson Fury Wilder is one of those. Where I think people are going to look back and go, man, that was something special. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Happy I didn't watch the fight. I mean, I did watch the fight, but, like, I came in at, like, the sixth fucking round when it was pretty much over. Yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. Love it. All right, Joel, it's getting late. (laughs) I want to close this out with a good song, though. A song that, if you miss somebody right now, this song's not going to help at all. Sorry. I think I know what you're going to play. <laughs> Thank you. Like, share this, play it, post it on your story. Tell us if you're enjoying it. We'll get some social media going. If you want, contact me, and we'll answer questions on the show. <laughs> but until next time, <laughs> until next week, that's it. Thank you. So far away Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore It would be so fine to see your face at my door Doesn't help to know You're just time away Long ago I reached for you so far away One more song about moving along the highway Can't say much of anything that's new If I could only work this life out my way 
close to you, but you're so far away. Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? It would be so fine to see your face at my door. Doesn't help to know you're so far away. Yeah. Yeah. 